Good afternoon, all you superstars out there, all you superstars trying to be the best version of you you can be. And this is Lachlan McRae, and I'm back today with episode number five of the Confidence Mastery Series. Now, I've already went over self-esteem, self-concept, self-confidence, self-worth, and now it's self-image. Now, you... I might be a bit repetitive in some of the things I've said in this and self-worth because the, the, all of these things are intermingled in some way, but it's different ways of saying it, so it, it logs in there. So if you feel like you've heard it before, it's probably similar, but it's just in saying it differently. It helps with the learning process, and it's all structured to do that way. Now, self-image, what is it? Okay, a lot of people will have an idea, okay, but what is it? Right, because self-image is, is the most basic form of that internal, you know, mental picture or that idea you have of yourself. It's how you think and feel about yourself, and that's based on your appearance, your performance, and your relationship, and stuff that consistently impacts your outlook on life. Okay, as well as your happiness and fulfillment. Bit long-winded. Okay, and you know. Whenever you ask yourself, how do I look? How am I doing? How important am I? You know, th these are examples of that internal mental picture or idea you create of yourself. And th that builds the foundations of your self-image, okay? But that alone doesn't provide us enough information about, you know, what this self-image hierarchy is, is all about. So let me break it down a little bit further. Now, your self-image is the impression you have of yourself that forms a collective representation of your assets and liabilities. Now, that's the textbook, textbook wording. Basically, in other words, it's your self-image is how you see yourself based on your strengths and weaknesses. And these are like assets and liabilities, they're often evident through the labels that you give yourself, you know, the labels that describe your qualities and your characteristics. For example, I'm intelligent, therefore I can solve any problem. I'm a loser, therefore I can never complete tasks, okay? I'm outgoing, so I can, you know, talk to anybody in the world. I'm shy, so then I'm unable to to strike up a conversation and you know that's just some examples of you know many labels that you potentially give yourself you know and the inevitable conclusions you may reach you know by giving yourself these labels and it is these conclusions you make about yourself that either form the foundations of a healthy self-image or an unhealthy self-image and these labels form the foundations of your belief system and your belief system is what you believe about yourself, okay? And, and you have the ability to overcome any of these beliefs, negative beliefs anyway. Now, again, I'm going to go into reality here. Your self-image is not something that's based on reality, okay? It's far from it, you know? Your self-image is built upon your perception of reality, and that's influenced by how you believe you're being viewed by society, and by other people. Now, your self-image is something that develops, you know, over a, a lifetime of experience through learning, through society, 
And it's something that, that constantly changing over time. And this changes as you gain more life experience, as you think and as you reflect, you know, as you learn and as you interact with other people. Excuse the delays here. It's daddy daycare. And uh, I'm looking after my two children who are constantly in and out. But you know what? We just get on with it. And okay, so where was I? Uh, where was I? Where was I? I can't remember, but you know, we're, we're talking about self-image, of course. But you know, so let's let's talk about a, a healthy self-image versus an unhealthy self-image. You know, so so what does a, a healthy self-image look like? Okay, what about an unhealthy unhealthy self-image? What and what's the difference? And what impact do these both have on your life? Okay, and I'll I'll break these down so we we, we can get a better understanding of it. But as I'm breaking them down. You know, I want you to, to take inventory of yourself, look at yourself and see if you can identify whether you've got a healthy self-image or an unhealthy self-image. Because self-awareness is one of the biggest keys to creating a reality you desire. Okay, it really is. Being honest with yourself and knowing yourself is so important. So an, un, an unhealthy self-image, somebody with, it, with that way of, of thinking about themselves they, they tend to consistently focus on their flaws and limitations. You know, they're constantly criticizing themselves, they're constantly judging themselves, and, and they will judge all their decisions and their actions. Like, for example, what was I thinking when you do something? What was I thinking? That was such a stupid decision. Oh, I can't believe I just done that. That was me every day of my life. That, that mental torture, it was horrific. Okay, and this constant critical judgment it, it, it tends to distort the, the, their imperfections, you know, and makes their imperfections larger than life. In fact, everything on the negative side seems to be exaggerated and blown out of proportion. And the reason this happens is because somebody with, a, with this way of feeling about themselves, of viewing themselves, they, they're heavily influenced by other people's opinions of them. And this, this has a negative impact on them. In fact, you know, these, these people's lives are very much defined by social standards, the norms, the expectations, okay? And and as a result, they're, they're consistently comparing themselves to other people. They're trying to live up to other people's expectations. And and when they notice that they don't measure up, this sense of emotional emotions into a, a roller coaster of turmoil, which triggers doubt, pessimism, insecurity, and it eventually it leads to discouragement. And, and in my case, it was depression. I was constantly comparing myself to other people, you know, and I didn't recognise how much abundance I had in my life, the beautiful people and things I had in my life. I couldn't see them clearly because I was too busy focused on what other people had, you know. And if that's you, it's you have the opportunity to change that. You control how you view yourself and how you view life. You can, you are the creator of everything around you in your life. Okay, so it's up to you to change, and. Uh, Again, I went on a tangent there. But whenever a person builds their, their self-image based on, you know, an external factor, there's always going to be a drawback, okay? Because people's opinions change. You know, society's expectations constantly shift. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, what's in now might not be in next week. You know, what's trending now is not going to be trending next week. So it's constantly shifting. And, you know, when these opinions and expectations, you know, are weighed in our favour, this leads to a positive outlook and more fulfillment. But on the flip side, 
you know, if they're unfavorable or unhelpful in, in respect to a certain outcome we would like to achieve, this then causes an upheaval and sends there's emotions fucking all over the place in a tailspin because suddenly the perfect mental picture, you know, or that idea we had of ourselves, it's been tossed out the door, okay? It's been off ski and that's not a healthy way to live your life. It's certainly not. And that's what it's all about. It's about finding your inner peace and loving yourself. Okay, so a healthy self-image. Let's talk about that. And and a healthy self-image is based on, you know, an individual's personal feelings and perspectives. And here the individuals, they're not influenced by other people's opinions of them or by social expectations. They they, they make up their own minds about their, their own internal mental picture. Okay? And they, they know what they have and they appreciate what they have and they're, they're comfortable with what they have. So as a result of that, these people often have a more optimistic outlook on life and then that results in more confidence in themselves and their ability. And, and why is that? Because they feel a greater sense of control. You know, they are in control of their own life and they are in control how they live their life. They're not restricted by other people or what other people will think. They know what they want and they go for it. It's simple as that. So, you know, somebody with this, this healthy self-image, they, they don't deny that they have flaws. In fact, they're, they're realistic and clearly understand and accept that, you know, they have their own personal shortcomings. But, however, there's no critical judgment here. They acknowledge that who they are, you know, what they are, how they are, and they, they accept all of it. Okay, and they just do the best with the what best with the what they have. So this healthy self-image is built upon a high level of self-worth, and this is what I was saying. They might I might cross over in some of these things because they both work together. They both help shape this healthy personality, which which then builds the foundations of a a truly empowered life where you're the conscious creator of your life. <clears throat> and how do we go about building this healthy self-image? Okay, so I'm going to go through, it's, it's a five-step process, but there's, there'll be about four steps, and then the, the final step goes into a, a, a couple more steps, so, you know, that's what it is. Okay, and, but what it'll do is it'll help you build this healthy self-image, and, and this, this process is, is closely tied with the process for building self-worth that I used last week, I think, or the week before, and because they're very much related, and there's going to be about a crossover, but that's what I said, but there, there will be some variations that will help you dig a little deeper in this area. So, so step number one, okay? Step number one, numero uno, explore yourself, who you are, you know, what it means to be you. Because this is such an important step because unless you clearly define who you are, you're never going to develop a clear and accurate picture of you, who you are. Who am I, you know? Who am I? Ask yourself that. Who am I? How am I? You know, so who am I? You know, who who am I? How am I? How am I feeling? What defines who I am? Okay, what definitions do I give myself? You know, how do I see myself? And then how accurate is this view of myself? Am I being honest, or am I sugarcoating it, or am I being critical? How accurate is it how you view yourself? Because I know for me, I used to view myself as this, you know, tough guy, you know, cool. But see, really, I wasn't. I was soft, I was shy. I needed alcohol to do anything in life. I needed alcohol to talk to girls. I needed alcohol to go out. And I used to be involved with gangs and stuff. And I, 
and and I was never a, a, a gang fighter, but I used to get involved with it. But you know what I needed? I needed to get myself full of booze to have that false courage to go and do it. So you need to be honest with yourself. How do you see yourself? You know, dig deep inside, and and you know, for me, I was a. If I was to ask myself that question back then, I was honest. I was a scared little boy inside, trying to live up to society's expectations, and you know, and I look back and I cringe some of the times, but. At that point, I was only doing the best with what I had. Okay, so how do you see yourself? How accurate is that? And 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 is this who I really am? Is it really who I am? Or is it all these false, you know, pretenses that I'm putting on to other people? Is this my true self? Or is this just something more, is there something more below the surface? Okay, because don't just do this once. You need to keep asking yourself these kind of questions. Dig deep, you know, dig deep. Go right in, you know, be honest. And it's like peeling the layers of the back of an onion. The surface layers will always have this fuzzy picture of who you are. But the, 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 the deeper you dig and you start to peel off more layers, you begin to get this, you know, clear picture and idea of yourself. And this is why it's important to periodically, you know, question the accuracy of your view and be honest with yourself because your goal is to get to the core of who you really are without the need of any external layers. Okay. Step number two, take personal inventory, okay? Take that personal inventory, list all your positive qualities, you know, everything great about you, and there'll be plenty of amazing things about you, list them all, every positive thing, all your goals, all your passions, what is it your purpose is, what would you truly, you know, how would you describe what it is that you want to do in this world, you know, what is it, and, and write it down, you know? What are my positive qualities, okay? What do other people say my positive qualities are? Because I know for me, I used to beat on myself all the time, but people used to, I used to somehow always attract people and people love being in my company because I could listen, I could talk, and I, and I understood people. I was never judgmental. Okay, I might have judged people, you know, but when I was with a, a friend or, you know, people were coming to me, I was very open to a lot of things. I was very open-minded. You know, and, and what's your personal strengths? You know, what are you good at? You know, what, what qualities do you have? What what goals would you like to achieve? You know, what are you shooting for? You know, how could you live with more meaning and purpose in your life? What could you bring to this world that would be more meaningful? You know, that would be pushing you towards your purpose in life? And by all of that there, what does all of that mean to you? Okay, why is it important? And, and the purpose of that step there is to unlock the good things you feel about yourself, to unlock all the things you've got going on for you, okay? And that will now add layers back onto the onion to help you form a strong personal impression of, of who you are today from the bigger picture, from the bigger perspective, okay? Because in the previous step, we're removing unnecessary layers to get to the core. With this step, you're adding layers to the core to form a, a definite and comprehensive picture of yourself in this very moment you know and and of course you know that very picture you know that's what forms the foundations of your self-image okay step number three you know analyze your struggles i had plenty and i've analyzed them all okay but it makes you the person you are today and you know as i mentioned earlier your, your a healthy self-image is based on your own personal feelings and perspectives so, in other words, how we think about ourselves as well as the opinions and labels we create, they're all critical components that go into building that healthy self-image. You know, 
a, a person with a, a healthy self-image, you know, doesn't rely on outside opinions or circumstances to define them, okay? They rely on that internal resources, okay? And, and this is critical, you know, because, you know, when we take personal control of our internal world, it's the only thing that really matters. You know, this is this is a true thing that matters when it we're coming to building that healthy self-image. You know, and to get an understanding of this internal world, you need to look at certain areas in your life. <coughs> Sorry. You know, your that critical voice, your unhelpful thoughts, your beliefs, you know, and or and also the incorrect assumptions that you might be making about yourself. Now, for example, you know, how do you talk to yourself throughout the day? You know, what kind of things, what's that self-talk like? You know, are you motivating yourself? Are you talking negative? What are you saying to yourself? When things go wrong, what is that, you know, internal dialogue like? Am I mostly critical or encouraging? Not just to yourself, but in general. You know, given the, the, the outcomes, you know, I would like to achieve, are my thoughts you know, in line with that, or are they are they harming that? You know, how how do my thoughts tend to distort my reality? You know, how do I label myself? Are the labels helpful or hurtful? Are they rational? These labels, do they make sense for me to label myself in that way? You know, what assumptions do I tend to make about myself, and are these assumptions hurting me? Because when you work through questions like that, it's going to help you get a better understanding of that critical voice, the unhelpful thoughts, beliefs, and the assumptions that, that basically shape the big picture you have of yourself. And this effectively builds your self-image. You know, if you discover that you tend to be overly critical, okay, and that your, your thoughts tend to be unhelpful, that your labels are negative, and that you tend to make assumptions that lead you down the wrong path, then it's important to work through these areas one by one, and that will solidify your self-image. You know, for, exa for example, if you're constantly being critical of yourself, then this is an indication that your self-image isn't as healthy as it should be. Okay, so it's important to reel in that critical voice and begin using more encouraging words, you know, changing your language pattern, okay? This is something that's so important because it will help settle your thoughts and help you think more clearly and effectively. And this will mean that you, you will be less likely to make negative assumptions or label yourself in, in unhelpful, hurtful ways. It will provide you with, you know, more detail on your strengths, you know, and it, it will give you a better idea, you know, of, of how to, you know, strengthen that self-image. And... You know, when I go through the final section, you know, you will get ha have a better, there'll be ways to help you better manage all these areas. Okay, so step number four, we need to go dig deep here and create a, an accurate picture of yourself. Okay, the final. Mama, Mama, yeah, I'm on my video. That's what I mean, all day it's like this. <coughs> okay. The final step is to create that accurate picture of yourself, okay? And that will help you, you know, build that foundation, for, you know, for a healthy self-image, okay? Because this view of yourself, it's got to be built on your positive qualities and your strengths, the ones that you outlined in step number two, okay? And these positive qualities and strengths, you know, you ask yourself one simple question. 
how would I ideally like to be? If I could wave a magic wand, how would I like to show up in this world? My values, my beliefs, the type of person I am, how would I like to be? And this is something that I do at the beginning when I start working with my clients. But get that picture clear in their mind. What kind of person do you want to be? And how? Do, and then when you have a clear idea, then you can start to think, right, how does that person act? What do they do? How do they treat people? You know, how would I ideally like to be? Okay? And take time to have a good, long, hard think about that and answer it honestly. Okay? And start from today. Not next week. Not at the beginning of the month. Not on a Monday. And start today. And there's no right or wrong answers here. There'll be a, a, a lot of different answers that will go on to build in that self-image. And don't you're going to have flaws. We all have flaws, okay? There's going to be things you're struggling with. We all struggle with things. But accept these things, okay? They are, they are a part of you in the moment. And you can work on improving these areas over time. What's important is that you're honest, genuine, authentic, and real. Be honest with you. If you're taking time to do this, you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for a tick box exercise. You don't have to answer anybody. You're doing this because you want to be a better version of you. And this is how, so however you are, that is how you are. That's how you see yourself with all imperfections and everything. Because the more honest you are, the more chance you have of progressing and, and taking action. Because in the end, when you build that healthy self-image, it's about you. It's about how you and you alone without any external influences, see yourself. And in this picture, you know, or this idea of you, this is what matters above everything else. You are in the driver's seat here. You alone define how you see yourself. And that's what counts in the end. Nothing else. Nothing else. Okay, so this is, the, the as I said, the last step, you know, step number five, but it's broken down into a few different steps within the step. Okay, so how do we strengthen this self-image? Okay, and, you know, with this the final section, I'm going to discuss some ideas to help you strengthen that self-image. And, and some of these suggestions are, you know, quite self-explanatory. In, in fact, some of them are, are simple. You know, it's the, the either decision, simply, you know, you make a decision, you want to make these changes or you don't. Okay, and some of them, you, they are, are slight shifts and some of them might make bigger shifts. But it's all about the way you think about yourself. You know, you think about your life or how you approach life or how you approach circumstances in life. Okay, and some of these other suggestions, they will require a little more conscious effort and self-discipline. So all in all, there's nothing complex here. It's strengthening your self-image. That's all it's about, okay? It's simply about doing the small things consistently over time. And when you increase those 1% every day, in the long run, it leads to massive change, okay? So <clears throat> step 5A, that's what we'll call it, right? Don't allow society to define you, okay? Do not allow society to define you, right? Because many people walk through life as a bystander. They accept how things are just in that, and they allow society to influence them, manipulate them into thinking and doing things in a specific way, okay? Okay, yes, they might have an opinion, but they rarely stand up for what they believe in. Okay, instead they allow society to shape their attitudes, their opinions, and because they are at the mercy of society, they consistently sway with the wind and just go and accept whatever's coming to them. 
And, and this tends to, you know, the experience a roller coaster ride of emotions because their internal mental picture of themselves shifts and it changes depending on what's happening around them. And so they're really satisfied and they're never completely fulfilled because they're always comparing themselves to others and trying to live up to social expectations. And, you know, I'll, a lot of time we'll get stuck in this scenario because regrettably take responsibility for other people's problems. And and this is this is harmful because for the most part, we are unable to control or influence these problems. And yet, you know, we, we lay the burden on our own shoulders. And, you know, sometimes it's not even us that's doing it. It's other people who place the burden on their shoulders. And, you know, we suffer as a result of it. And that's not how it should be. You know, everybody should take responsibility for their own problems. And, and that is fact, okay? You, you must be able to take, you know, responsibility for your own choices, your, your health, your happiness, your finances, your relationship, you know, everything in life. You know, don't burden other people with these things. You and you alone shape your life and shape it with purpose. And only in this way will you gain that personal power to develop that healthy and empowering self-image, you know, and that's what's going to push you to succeed in life, to, to stack those wins, to achieve your dreams, your desires, okay? And it's important to begin living through your own internal representation of yourself and not relying on society to define you. And this starts with fully understanding and accepting who you are and then taking charge of that mental process that's been running your life. And this is exactly what I went through in these previous steps there. Okay, do the steps and it will work. Okay, so 5B, B, okay? Don't indulge in, in self-judgment or self-criticism because when you judge and overly criticize yourself, this is a clear indication that that internal voice is taking over your life, okay? And don't get me wrong, there's constructive criticism, which can be very helpful, but constructive criticism doesn't leave you with that foul taste in your mouth. It's something that leaves you optimistic, motivated that you're going to be doing better next time. So I'm not talking about constructive criticism. What I'm talking about is that type of judgment, you know, and that criticism that leaves you feeling helpless and deflated, that negative self-talk that's hurting your self-image and depleting your reservoirs of self-confidence. Okay, because instead of judging and criticizing yourself, choose to give yourself positive feedback. Feedback that's going to provide you with an avenue for improvement and will help you progressively develop your self-confidence, you know, your, your self-concept, your self-esteem, you know, everything that you need to build a healthy self-image. And this will allow you to be the best person you can possibly be in every situation in life. Because at the end of the day, you're not perfect and you're going to make mistakes. I'm not perfect and I'm going to make mistakes. You're going to fail at times. I'm going to fail at times. This is just part of life. It's part of being a human being, you know, nobody's perfect and nobody will ever be perfect. I don't care what you see on TV with all these superimposed stars and all that. It's all crap. Nobody's perfect and nobody will ever be perfect. And the sooner you accept that you are perfect just as you are, you are loved just as you are, you belong just as you are, and you accept yourself with all your you know flaws or whatever, because a healthy self-image always comes through self-acceptance, which then stems from that self-understanding, okay? And be cool with being you, <clears throat> okay? So what are we on? Five, step 5C, five don't expect others to complete you, okay? Now, this is something that's so important in life. Because when you, you rely on other people to complete you, 
you are then giving your power away, your personal power, you're just saying, here, take it, okay? And, you know, you are at that, at that very moment, you know, building your self-image on external factors, people, okay? And this might initially make you feel good or, or make you feel, you know, confident and boost your levels of self-esteem. However, the problem is that your self-image is now at the mercy of other people, if one day, you know, somebody tells you they don't love you anymore, then you feel unlovable, or if suddenly some vanishes out of your life, and then all of a sudden you have this big empty hole inside that makes you feel incomplete. You know, you are not a, another person. You are you. They are not you. They are them. Okay? You are your own individual self, and you certainly don't need other people to com complete you. All you need is to gain a deep sense of understanding of who you are, get to know your strengths, get to know your weaknesses, and then take full responsibility and control of your that internal habitual pattern and finally fully accept that you are complete in your own right without anything else. You are perfect just as you are and you can go for what it is that you want in life. You don't need other people to complete you. You know, and yes, other people will add value to your life, but in itself, you know, you are complete in every single way. And that doesn't mean that you're the finished project, okay? Nobody's the finished project. I don't care who they are. Everybody has room to grow. Everybody has, you know, room to develop, to evolve. And, and this growth comes from within. And then it's expressed outward in everything you do. So just think, if you grow inside and you're outwardly inspiring others, just think of how much of an impact you can have in life. If you're really down in your luck right now and you're at the bottom of a bottle, you know, there's a way back. Just think, you know, how much you can grow. Look at it as up and think, oh, look, there's so much I can do in life. A few years ago, I was at the bottom of a bottle. I was hopeless. And rehab three times, you know, down and out, you know, suicidal. And in those years, man, I could never imagine I'd be this happy and this fulfilled in life. I'm doing, I'm living my dream life. You know, I'm truly living my dream life. Just about to move into a new house. You know, things are going great. I'm, I'm, my career's flourishing. But four years ago, three years ago, I was a, a, an alcoholic who abused a marijuana and cocaine on a daily basis. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. And that's it. Develop that empowering mental picture of yourself. And that starts from within. It starts with how you see yourself. And it starts with building that self-image. You know, go for it. And don't let anything hold you back or anything control you. You take control of your life. Start making decisions and following through. And that's it. Always follow through on your word. Okay? Because your word must become your law. You know, the promises you make to yourself, you must keep. Promises kept help you create consistency. And you need consistency to build this, you know, healthy self-image. You need consistency to build a life that you want to live. Consistency is so important because when it comes to building this healthy self-image, it's not something that suddenly fluctuates and, and changes, you know, with the winds and opinions. It's something that is steady and, and rock solid. And I'm not suggesting that your self-image doesn't change over time. It does. But you certainly don't see yourself in the same way as you did five years ago. In fact, you're going to see yourself in a totally different light. Your, your, the roles in your life, the situations, you know, there'll be so many differences. So, you know, it requires consistency and consistency to come from the ability to keep your word and follow through and do things a certain way. 
A person who doesn't keep their word, the promises they make to themselves, is often a person who's heavily influenced and swayed by other people's opinions. Okay? Because when you keep your word, you're sending a strong message that you are running your life based on your own feelings and your own perspective. You're not swayed by outside circumstances. And this, of course, you know, doesn't mean that you can't change your mind. But that change of mind, it comes from a decision you make from within. And it's not based on external factors. This is when you know that you are the one that is driving, taking that driver's seat, taking control of your life. You are that captain of your ship. Okay? And, you know, and that's it. You want to be in the driver's seat of your life, make control of all your decisions. And when you achieve that greatness, you can look back and you say, look what I've achieved. You know, I really created a life I desired. Back to the, you don't want to be on a deathbed full of regrets, thinking, oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. We only have one life. There's no reruns, okay? So build your self-image, you know, a, you know, on strong foundations, strong foundations of self-worth. Love yourself, okay? <clears throat> and that's what it is. Strong foundations and a high level of self-worth. And, and self-worth is, of course, all about how much you value and regard yourself despite what other people might say, you know, despite what circumstances you've been through in life. You know, everybody loves a comeback story. If you're down on your ass right now, get up, man. Dust yourself off. Start making small incremental changes every day, okay? Because when you have that high level of self-worth, nothing's going to shake or face you. When you have that healthy self-image, you don't look to outside sources to define who you are. You look in here. You alone create your own definition of who you are. You alone create the impressions you have of yourself in each and every moment of every situation. And you alone mold and shape the person you are today, the person you become tomorrow. You alone create your own destiny. You create your own reality. Okay? Because what you... What you think about creates an emotion. What your emotion creates a behavior, and your behavior has an action. Okay, so feed that mind with positivity. You know, build up that healthy self-image. Start taking forward, moving motions every day. Be the man that you want to be. Be the woman that you want to be. Okay, don't you know? Kick fear in the face. It's you are in control of your life. Start making a life that you desire, because if you don't then it's just going to be a life of regret. And nobody wants a life of regret. You want to look back and be proud of what you've accomplished in life. You don't want to be looking back and thinking, oh, I wish I had mutts and babies. You know, that's what it's about. You know, you are the creator of your destiny. So learn to master your reality. Learn to master it. Be self-aware. Be confident. Build your self-esteem. Build your self-concept. Build your self-image. Build it all. That's what these videos are here for. They're here to help people. You know, if you're watching this and you and you want further information, reach out to me, you know, DM me, whatever it may be. But anyway, that's me for today, guys. Rock and roll. Have a wonderful day and I'll be back with another episode next week. Take care. Ciao for now.